Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Craig at the hash mark, working on Iguodala one-on-one, behind the back of the dribble, takes some baseline, rotates up top to Holiday, dribbles and fires from the elbow with two on the clock, that's too hard. Rebound, caroms to JTA, throws a pass, Curry, tipped it to himself, tipped it away, gets it back, drives to the rim, left hand, good! Sensational bucket by Curry! Well, I guess that was a positive. There were a few sensational buckets by Steph Curry. But that that's a bad loss, and that's an understatement. Worst loss of the season, I think, pretty easily. And just so many, so many things to pick at. I, I can think of half a dozen things offhand, any one of which being fixed wins this game there was one thing that was 100% wonderful so before I spend the rest of the show talking about all things bad I I think we're going to just start tonight with the shot of the game presented by the county of Santa Clara and you probably know where I'm going with this it wasn't even a shot per se it was more of a hammer Peyton's open, right corner three, no. Rebound, Looney, up top, Curry. Back to Peyton, in deep, oh. dunked it over Bataze and got fouled. And then what you didn't hear in that highlight was he stared Gogo Batazzi down and scratched his head. And then Gogo Batazzi headbutted him and got thrown out of the game. I think getting dunked on... Getting the foul called on you and then getting thrown out of the game is the ultimate trifecta of basketball loserdom. So congratulations to Goga Batazzi. And that dunk was absolutely disgusting. Gary Payton II overall probably the bright spot of the night tonight, I think you'd have to say, of a, of a dark night. The bright spot of a dark night. I mean, he changed the game. They, they might have lost this by seven in regulation. 
if Gary Payton hadn't come in and changed the game with his defense. Unfortunately, still a loss at the end of the day. But that was the shot of the game. Presented by the County of Santa Clara. Book a COVID-19 booster shot now at sccfreevax.org or call 211. That's sccfreevax.org or call 211. Right now, though, I want you to call me. 888-957-9570 is the phone number. You can also text us at that number. And I just... (sighs) I mean, I almost want to just do a 49ers show. (laughs) That's how bad that game was. As a 510 texter puts it, the Warriors lost to a G League team and shot 9 of 42 from three. Nobody guarded the shooter at regulation. JTA missed a shot at the buzzer. Clay was 0 for 7. Poole 0 for 5. Wiggins 1 for 6 from three-point range. You know, there's this you can't underestimate a team thing that has been said a few times. And I understand why, because, look, this is a very underestimatable version of the Indiana Pacers. And at full health, they're not exactly the Warriors. (laughs) So there's no excuse for this, but I'm not sure... I can write it off as easily as they overlooked this team or they underestimated this team because so many mistakes were made and those mistakes persisted into well past the point where underestimation was relevant. And I heard Tom say this, and I think, you know, look, Tom knows more about the mindset of an NBA player than me, that's for sure. I heard him say that, you know, you you get in a game like this and maybe you get the feeling as a player of, well, you know, this is kind of fun. It's a back and forth. It's competitive, but you know, we're us and they're them. We'll, we'll take care of business in the end. And boy, Steph had as good a look as you can get. I, I don't, I, I mean, I don't know what you say about that. The best three-point shooter in the history of the game had a wide-open three-pointer, essentially. I mean, NBA wide-open. Pump fake, step left. Shot he's taken and made probably a thousand times. And just missed it. Which is tough. Those are three points that could have won the game. The three points you gave away at the end of the third quarter with just a terrible, was it Damian Lee? I want to say it was Damian Lee. Correct me if I'm wrong, Sterling. Just a terrible foul that gave Jeremy Lamb three free throws. And the Pacers, three free points. And look, you know, there's a whole quarter played after that, but it's hard not to think about those three points. And then there's the three points at the end of the game. There's no excuse for not fouling there. And, and uh, you know, they mentioned, uh, Tim Roy did, that Steve Kerr took some blame in the postgame show. And, and obviously, as I'm listening to our radio and preparing, I don't get to hear the entire press conference. But I'm seeing a lot of quotes, and 
boy, the way the rotations went tonight, what happened with Jonathan Kaminga? I don't know. A 4-1-5 texter. Why didn't he play in the second half? I, I can't tell you. I mean, I don't hate playing Juan, but I, I do think it's clear. And look, part of this is Draymond being out. Part of this is they haven't really had the same top 10 available players for much of the season. Every back-to-back is a hodgepodge of guys. You know, tomorrow's going to be a weird one now after you had Andre out there for over 30 minutes tonight. You had Steph playing 40 minutes. 44, I believe, actually, was the final. And I got to say, I didn't like Steve Kerr's decision to bring Clay in after sitting the entire overtime for that one play. You know, a guy who wasn't himself tonight, wasn't at his best, was 0 for 7 from 3 anyway. And he's ice cold after sitting for all of overtime. I, I didn't like bringing him in for one big play. You you know, if you were going to break his minute restriction or what have you, then put him in with two minutes left. Let him actually play basketball. And sure enough... Mishandled a pass. But Steve Kerr made a number of mistakes tonight. 2-4-0. Call it like it is. This loss is on Kerr. JTA had no business being in this game. I don't agree with that. I mean, I think he made some big plays. He had a big three. But, you know, when do you use Juan and for what is a valid question. And he also made some mistakes down the stretch. It's There is a lot to pick at Steve Kerr about. And as I understand it, Steve Kerr picked it himself pretty good. So I I think we ought to take a listen to it. Uh, I think instead of listening to bits and bobs, we're just going to go for the entirety of the Steve Kerr press conference. Here you go. Uh, I blame myself, number one. I didn't think I did a good job uh, preparing uh, the team to, to be ready to play. I th- you know, anytime a team has half their guys missing, it's like the same old story in the NBA. All the, all the guys who play, they can't wait to get out there. And, um, you know, they made 15 threes. They just took it to us all night. And uh, I, I did not do a good job of uh, preparing um, the group. And, um, you know, it was a struggle. I mean, we just... Uh, we, we couldn't really get stops consistently. And uh, I give Indiana great credit. Their guys stepped up and made plays, made big shots. And, uh, you know, we had some some huge turnovers in the second half. I think we had 14 in the second half, and those really hurt. So just kind of a combination of all that. Steve, did, did you sense uh, the, the offense rushing shots and just, oh, just rushing, not getting rushing. any kind of flow and, and ball movement that you that you usually like and get? Yeah, yeah, we were we were definitely um, sped up a little bit. Um, you know, nine for forty-two from three, um, but you know, not a it wasn't a great game in terms of our execution to get those forty-two three-point shots. You know, um, so I didn't think we earned a, a to, you know the right to to make a lot more than that. It was uh, just felt like we were scattered out there in a rush for sure. Steve, they had. Um... Really, they shot the ball really well from three. How much of that was their execution, and how much that how much of it was just you guys not being sharp at the three point strike? Uh, it was a combination of uh, of their execution and uh, and a, a poor job by us uh, 
defensively in several cases. So it's a combination. Steve, how difficult was it to decide who was going to finish reg regulation those final few minutes? Uh, you know, Gary was giving you some some good minutes, and then also just uh, the decision to go to pool because Clay was at his limit there going into the overtime, and then also uh, not fouling at the end of regulation. You guys were up three, just those three things. Uh, yeah, so you know that's one of the one of the. Um challenges that we have right now is, is, you know, trying to find the right combination. And tonight I did not do a good job of that. Um, and kind of was searching for, for combinations that fit. I thought Juan came in and did a good job, you know, when we went small over the last five minutes or so. Uh, and um, as far as, um, you know, the three point shot that tied it, that, um, yeah, I'm, I'm normally a, a fowler and uh, you know, I, uh, I'd take the, take the hit on that one too. So this was, this was my night to, to stink it up. So Clay, uh, you know, went six to 17. I mean, everyone obviously understands the circumstances he's coming back from, um, but you know, he's obviously been pretty inefficient lately. What, how important is it to, to get him going, particularly his shot uh, a little bit more efficiently? Just got to give it time. It's been a couple of weeks since he came back. Um, we've known all along it was going to, uh, take him after two and a half years. It was going to take him some time to find his rhythm. So just got to be patient. The the domino effect of, of Clay obviously, you know, leans into Jordan. Um, one of seven, pretty quiet tonight. Um, what's the key to, I guess, getting him to be productive in that smaller role? Um, that's what we're looking for. We're trying to get him back uh, back in a group. So we'll we'll look at the tape and we'll try to figure out what we can do to help. But he's struggling right now. Steve, you talked pregame about how you had the the home run derby yesterday to kind of recenter yourselves in a more fun way after coming off of a pretty tiring tiring road trip, and then you say you didn't have the guys prepared to play tonight. So how do you like kind of balance the the fun side of making sure that everyone's mentally here, but then also not checked out if that if that makes sense uh that's that's what coaching in the nba is about is you know pacing your team understanding when they need a rest understanding when they need work we needed a rest yesterday so we took a rest um that's not why we we lost tonight um we lost because we didn't uh, play well enough and pacers played really well uh, steph gave you 44 minutes would that affect his minutes tomorrow yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure that's a, a season high. So um, we'd like to get him back to a normal um, uh, run tomorrow, you know, more in the 35 range. Um, I thought he looked great. You know, he felt great. He looks strong. He looks like he's uh, himself. Um, and uh, we just couldn't get him enough support offensively tonight. Well, if you want the coach to take responsibility, I think you got that. Before we go to the break, quickly, I want to take Coach in Los Altos who sat through that uh, press conference. And anyone else will get you after the break. 888-957-9570 is the number you can call or text us there. Coach, you got 30 seconds, man. What's up? All right, Matt. Well, Matt, it was brutal. I was there. And, uh, you know, quick takeaways. One is way, way, way too many um, – not only missed shots, but turnovers. Um, we, we were not connected on a string on defense, completely disheveled out there. I'm really glad Kerr took it on the chin because 
I was going to say, we, we, you couldn't make any sense out of the rotations. And then, um, and then Iggy, Iggy looked bad. He looked tired and he had a lot of turnovers. I would have had GP two in there. And finally, how much does this team miss Draymond? Oh, you know, my goodness, it was, it was, it was a horrific basketball game. So let's just flush this turd and move on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, there's not much else you can do with Houston in town tomorrow. Thanks, Coach, and uh, you're right about every single thing you said. I'm particularly glad that Steve took it on the chin about the rotations because it just felt like tonight was almost a breaking point in terms of the sort of inability to settle anything. And look, part of that is availability, but I'm not sure that's a good enough excuse. 888-957-9570. We'll keep talking about the loss. It It is the worst loss of the season. And Steve Kerr really took pretty full responsibility for it. All that and more when we get back. I'm Matt Kolsky. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. players on the line. Duarte goes to court. Pass batted down by JTA. Over to Holiday. Oh, He's no. open. He hit it with 5.1 to go. Two defenders ran at Jackson, leaving Holiday open. And Justin Holiday, the former Warrior, the 14-15 champion, has tied this game at 110 with 5.1 left. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Here's Matt Kolsky. Yeah, that was uh, a big shot. 
from Justin Holiday that never should have happened. Because Isaiah Jackson, who had just missed some free throws for you a few minutes earlier, was just standing with the ball with about eight seconds left in the game, and you could have fouled him. And even if he makes both, you're still up with eight seconds left and Steph Curry on your damn team. Just a terrible failure. And that wasn't the only thing. And, you know, unless the coach says you absolutely must foul someone and the player fails, which, you know, Steve Kerr took responsibility, so that's not what happened, that's a coaching mistake. I mean, it's a coaching error. Failure. And it wasn't the only one I really thought, and Steve Kerr said as much as well, as another thing he took responsibility for in the postgame. I thought the rotations killed the game tonight. And one of the oddities of the box score is Jonathan Kaminga, a minus 16, and Andre Iguodala, a plus 16. And honestly, I it didn't seem that way watching it. It's one of those weird things. Andre turned it over four times, and look, he also had four blocks and four assists and five rebounds, but he got beat in a critical moment off the dribble, which was weird to see. And, and, you know, Juan, look, I think Juan was hugely impactful in good ways in this game, but he was also impactful in bad ways. It's It was a bit of a roller coaster game for him. And again, he does end up plus one and Kaminga minus 16, but I just, it was still weird that Kaminga disappeared entirely in the second half. And I think one of the weird things is when you jerk around rotations that way, it's hard for some guys to get in rhythm. Going to take some phone calls here from those of you who watch tonight. 888-957-9570 is the number. Mike in San Francisco. What's happening, Mike? Yeah, what's up, Kolsky? Uh Terrible loss and inexcusable. Uh, I thought Kerr was awful down the stretch situation. Surprised he let them get that three-point shot off because he's always been a proponent of fouling. And to let them uh, get that shot off is how let him take set, get that shot and send it OT was 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 pretty bad on his part because he's normally anti uh, let yep. the guy get a shot off and fouling there. But just overall, regardless of Draymond not being there or not, this is a game they should have won by 30. With their bench yep. squad, some of these guys I've never even heard of, outside of obviously Duarte and Holiday, a former Warrior, um, you know they're out without their all stars in, in Sabonis and, and Turner. Plus, they're coming off a of back to back after beating LA. Uh, there's no excuse for the Warriors to lose this game. Not at all. This is a, a, probably the worst loss of uh, I will say the worst loss of the season, and shouldn't have happened. So, um, on this homestand, you know they got to get right because they've been struggling even without Draymond. These are these are games you have to win tomorrow night. You got a Rockets team that's a young team struggling as well. They better come out and just you know take it to them early and end it by halftime and let the bench squad take uh, take over the rest of because it only gets harder from that the rest of the home stand. So Warriors are not playing good basketball right now, man. I know Draymond's not there, but that's no excuse. You know these other teams are missing guys and they're still rolling along here. So Curry's got to get these guys right, man. I just I don't like the focus right now. They're sloppy. The offense is not where it needs to be, and you can say some of that is Draymond, but even before with Draymond, a lot of these things were happening. So um, let's see these guys start to get it right tomorrow night because uh, there's no excuse for the Rockets. Let the Rockets hang around tomorrow night. Uh, thanks for the time. 
Yeah, I mean, as as far as the offensive part of it goes, it, the offense feels stale at times. It does. Um, they, they when the offense is is feeling a little stale and rote, you know, when it seems like they're doing the same things over and over again, and teams are catching on. I, I'm not the first person to point this out, but the Steph relocation is something that every team is it's in the walkthrough for every single team before the Warriors game and people are onto it not everybody but teams alert defensive teams which tonight the Pacers absolutely were and look Rick Car I guarantee you Rick Carlisle has the Steph relocation in the walkthrough this morning so there's some of that, and there's some of just, like, they stagnate because guys aren't moving the ball the way they should. Because as, uh, as much as some of the stuff, some of the specific Steph and Draymond when he's in there, actions can get a little stale, whether it's the, you know, post and split cut or Steph relocation threes. The, the basic concepts of the motion offense work. It, it's just, you know who ends up getting the shots. And tonight, everyone who got those shots missed them. Other than Steph Curry, who you have to work harder to get shots for because the defense is tilted to try to stop it. 888-957-9570 is the phone number. Let's go to Mark in Berkeley. What's happening, Mark? Uh, I don't think it's a, a big loss. I mean, they, any close game is not a great loss, but... My point is that they've got all these players. They should use them all. I mean, you, uh, if they're going to win or lose a game, at least you could get people uh, in the game and get uh, you know time. He he's worried about people's rotation. Every player on our team can play. I don't understand. We've got the best team in the NBA. Why is he just playing a few players? I don't. I don't get it, especially against these kind of teams. I'm uh, well. I I think you've picked a you've picked a bad night for that criticism. I mean, the only guys who didn't play tonight who were available were Moody and Chioza. Everyone else played at least fourteen minutes. That's eleven guys played fourteen minutes or more. And I thought that, frankly, you just saw why he doesn't, a lot of times, play 11 guys for double-digit minutes. Because the game gets disjointed. It's hard for guys to get into a, a good flow. The rhythm he's looking for in the offense doesn't appear. Stagnation. That's why. You try to get guys into a rhythm. And tonight, you know, was another night where, look, I, there are things I really like about the new Steph substitution patterns, but there's two big problems. One was on display tonight, uh, which is just, if he's playing at the beginning of the fourth quarter, and then it turns out you kind of need him throughout the fourth quarter to keep you in the game, and then, oops, you go to overtime. All of a sudden, Steph plays 44 minutes on the front end of a back-to-back in the middle of January against the <laughs> expletive Indiana Pacers, which is not what you want. Nobody wanted that. 
and it, and now it affects two games, one of which is already a loss. It's a bummer. The other problem is he doesn't seem to like it enough. And ultimately, that's the bigger problem. You can live with a couple of 44-minute nights for Steph. You can't live with him being uncomfortable as often as he seems to be with this rotation pattern. So I don't know if it's going to stick. I don't know if it's going to stick. Tonight was a real bummer. And like a couple of callers have said, this is now, you know, it's a funk. They're in a funk, and that's what Gary Payton said after the game. Shots didn't fall for us. It's tough. We're in a little little funk right now, but shots are just not falling. We're getting good looks, but we just got to continue to, uh, you know, play the way we play, uh, clean up some stuff on the defensive end. And uh, I think that our groove will get back, you know, take care of the ball and do the little things, and we'll find our groove back. Yeah, that's what you got to hope for. And look, uh, a caller said it as well. What you need is to come out early tomorrow, blitz Houston, and get everybody some rest in the second half. Just kill that young team. Come out angry tomorrow. That's what I'd like to see from the Warriors. And I will be back after what is hopefully a blowout win against the Rockets tomorrow night. Make sure you are back bright and early. 5 a.m. is when the fun starts tomorrow. Oh, wait, we have a call that I have to take. Look, if you call, I'll take the call. 888-957-9570. We will stretch the show for Telmo in the city and anyone else who wants to jump in on this thing. Telmo, what's going on, man? Nothing much. Thanks for taking the call. Um, I, I was at the game tonight, and it was just the whole place, the energy just fell off the whole night. Even when they were up by eight at half, as soon as the, the Pacers made that run in the beginning of the third quarter, you just kind of felt like, oh, this is going to be one of those nights. But to your point, with the minus 16 on, on Kaminga, you know, you can't deny stats. But it just didn't feel that way because in the game where they kind of felt the, the offense felt a little stuttered and just not very cohesive. I thought at least Kaminga was doing a good job of, of creating some offense and driving to the basket and getting the free throws and, and keeping some points going on the board and keeping some kind of flow going and not having periods where it was just stagnant and, and, and not really going anywhere. Another thing is I understand how important Clay is to the Warriors, but the Warriors have a rhythm, and, and I think they're acquiescing to Clay a little bit too much. And I understand he has to get back into it and, and, and develop a rhythm, but he took a lot of shots tonight, and the shots weren't falling, and, and, I, and he was obviously frustrated. But I think at some point you, you just have to kind of just say, hey, tonight's not the night. We'll get you in you know, another day and get you some minutes and, and put somebody in there that – um, that impacts the game in a different way. And lastly, uh, Andre Godala, who's the guy that down the stretch you want with the ball in his hands. He's savvy. He's a veteran. He doesn't make mistakes. He had some really careless, bad turnovers in, in the fourth and OT. And I just, like you said, their offense just felt just wasn't, it, it was just uh, clumsy and the, the passes were lazy and nothing was crisp and, um, you know, there's and even Steph, you know, he put up a lot of points and he did his thing. But even Steph at times was pulled, took bad shots, pulling up early in the shot clock from like 30 plus, and, and it just 
It just uh, they they got to get right because these are the games that without Draymond and and doing what you're trying to do, a game or two like this can mean the difference between a uh, number one seed and a number three seed, or or just putting yourself in a bad position down the road. Yeah, thanks for the call, Telmo. There's a lot you just said that I want to get to here. Anyone else who wants to weigh in, 888-957-9570 is our phone number. You can call or text. Okay, let's work backwards. Steph Curry, I don't have a problem with him pulling up from 30 every so often. Uh, He was excellent tonight for most of the night, but he did miss a wide open three that likely wins the game. So, you know, that's not great. More often than not, he hits that shot. It's just a bad one tonight. But overall, you know, Steph is really the one guy whose play tonight was up to the standard it should have been. Working backwards through the call, Clay. Look, as everyone knows, we stand Clay on this program. And of the 23 minutes he played, I'm totally comfortable with 22 minutes and 50 seconds of them. And I'll get back to that in a second. The one thing I would not have done is put Clay back in cold at the end of overtime to try to catch an inbounds pass. That, I think, was a mistake. One of several that Steve Kerr made tonight. And I don't know who's in that place if Clay's not. And I don't know if that person is more suited to catching that inbounds, but I didn't like it. I didn't like the choice. It put Clay in a weird position. If you're going to play him, let him play for overtime so he's in a rhythm, so he's been playing basketball, not coming in cold on the arguably the biggest play of the game with four seconds left or whatever it was. As far as they they are, they're force-feeding Clay. A little bit they are... You said acquiescing to Clay. I don't even see it that way. They're just working a little harder and sometimes getting out of what they do to try to get Clay looks because they want him to get into a rhythm. And here's the thing about that. I would be totally fine with sacrificing some stuff to get Clay those shots if I thought that that's the way to get clay in a rhythm but i don't really think it is and i feel like it's getting worse i feel like the first couple games yeah he's shooting a lot per minute no question but it felt a little more natural in the flow of things the first few games than it has the last few for me so i i would like to see i just think he the way he's going to get in rhythm and sort of get his mojo back is by doing what he used to do, fitting into what the team does. When Clay was at his best, it never felt like he was taking the team out of the flow until he got hot, and then they were just feeding him because he was about to go nuclear. And finally, as we continue to work backwards through Telmo's excellent phone call, Jonathan Kaminga, um, he is the only, with all due respect to Andrew Wiggins and even to Steph Curry, 
Jonathan Kaminga is the only Golden State Warrior who, when he is in the game, consistently threatens the rim on offense. He's the only one. And so at this and and you know what, Draymond well, I guess at Gary Payton the second. I should I should respect Gary Payton the second, but it's not in the same way. Like you don't want Gary Payton necessarily catching in a triple threat position from twenty feet and jab stepping and driving past a guy and like that's just not it's not really what he does. Corner threes and dunks on rotations, right? That's what that's what Gary does. And that's great. But in terms of a guy who, with the ball in his hands, attacks the rim, Wiggins does it sometimes. Kaminga does it all the time. And I think they miss that, even though he was minus 16 when he was in there tonight. I think they miss that in the second half. And... You know, it's another reason why if James Wiseman can ever become a factor for this team, it's going to be really helpful. One more thing I want to get to before we get out of here. Kavon Looney talking after the game tonight. And, and again, the theme of postgame comments was basically like, we got to own this loss. And, and Looney was on that, that same wavelength. I think everybody's going to take a little bit of blame for tonight, not just him. You know, everybody has a, a few plays in that game that they wish they had back. I know I do, and I think as a team, we, we all do. So we just got to, you know, don't forget this game, but remember our mistakes from tonight. You know, be prepared tomorrow and go out there and play with a purpose and play pay more attention to details. Yeah, and, you know, a few people have mentioned, and, and Steve mentioned it and, you know, denied that it had anything to do with the performance, and, I agree with him, but the no practice and the wiffle ball or whatever they were doing inside the stadium yesterday, I, like, that's not the issue. I don't think a, a hard practice yesterday would have had them in a better frame of mind tonight because, again, it wasn't all frame of mind stuff. Some of it was just bad plays, missed open shots, stupid fouls, and coaching brain farts. It was a really, really bad one. About as bad a loss as you can have. We had one caller say, oh, they didn't lose by that much. No. But they lost an overtime game that they had countless opportunities to win against the team missing its top four or five players. That is as bad as a loss gets for what is supposed to be a championship contending basketball team. But they're back on the floor tomorrow, so you got to wipe that taste out of your mouth as quickly as possible. Houston presents another good opportunity for victory. That's not a good basketball team. They're very young. They can be quite disorganized. And if the Warriors take care of their own business, they will beat the Rockets tomorrow. So I hope to speak to you after a win. That game will be right here on 95.7 The Game. Once again, a 7 o'clock tip. Enjoy that. Uh, I'll be with you after it. That'll do it for Warriors wrap-up tonight. Thank you to everyone for listening. Thanks very much to Sterling for all his work back in the studio. And once again, I'll be with you tomorrow after Warriors and Rockets. Good night, everybody. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.